Welcome to Wow Black, a seriously opinionated podcast, bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while black. If black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all black everything. Everybody, welcome back to the show. This is the first recording we've done since we launched, so it's kind of a fun thing. It's a fun time for us, man. The feedback has been crazy good, so thank everybody that's listening. Yeah. Art hits you with the um, the email address. I want to make sure that uh, everybody knows. Go hit iTunes or Google Play, whatever platform you're listening in, and give us a review. Those reviews help us out tremendously. Share the podcast. Make sure your network knows who it is, what we're doing. Uh, outside of trying to save a life, we're going to make you laugh a little bit, geese some entertainment, and just have a good time. So, like Art mentioned, everything's not going to be heavy here. We want to have some fun from time to time. We got plenty of heavy coming behind us, but today's episode should just be a fun one. It's all about the impact of TV. Now, we don't have our normal type guest today. We've got a, a guest host with us today, someone with a different experience growing up from us. She looked at TV in a different way, and it should uh, it, it should reach out to somebody. So, I want to introduce Danielle to the show. Hi. Danielle is a digital marketing expert. She was raised by West Indian parents in the North, in cold-ass Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, born in the late 80s. She's a 90s, like raised in the 90s, so she's a little bit younger than us. Uh, grew up in a primarily white neighborhood. There were only four or five black families in her town, the whole town. Um, so all the culture she got from an African-American, black American standpoint came from her parents and from TV. So I wanted her to kind of enrich the voices that you hear today. And I'll turn it over to her to like, give me a little bit more about your background. Tell me what it is that makes you tick and what it is about TV and our culture and entertainment that reaches you. So that is the story of my life. Um, I always use the example. I went to school for undergrad and grad school in New York. And I always use the example that people automatically knew that I wasn't air quote black immediately just by the way I spoke. Right. So I'd walk into rooms and just be like, hi, what's going on? And it's like, you're not black. And I'm like, is it because I'm not wearing jewelry with my name on it? Or like what classifies me as not being black because I speak educated? Like what, what's going on there? Um, so I didn't really get view of black culture until I was 18. Um, even when you compare West Indian backgrounds to what we consider traditional black, they're still very different. And traveling and ex being exposed to more high end upper class society, talking about like Hillary from Fresh Prince, that's who I can kind of like relate to. In are, are you Hillary? I uh, no. Okay, just no. checking. No. Right. Are you close to Hillary? Uh, my tendencies could be, but I consider myself black in, or I should say bilingual in black culture, that I can be super urban when you need me to, but I can also dial up the white American and, and understand both cultures. All right. Very All right. I got you. All right, cool. So every episode we have some type of written composition or literary work that we kind of base the episode on. Today is no different. So I want to, I want to hit you with a, a quote from... Amandla Sternberg. Now, I didn't know who she was at first, so I had to look her up. She played uh, the young Zoe Zaldana character in Colombiana. <clears throat> and more importantly, 
Um, she is playing the lead role of star in the upcoming film Thug or The Hate You Give. Uh, and if, if you haven't read that book, jump on it. It's all about a young woman and her male friend, their interaction with the police, something horrible happens, and then the story behind it. It mirrors a lot of what we see in our real lives today. But it's just a dope book. So the movie's coming out later this year. Uh, we have no affiliation to the movie, of course, but the book is good. I hope the movie's half as good. <clears throat> but what she said is this. Projects that feature black actors and are created by black people are so important because what we see in the media dictates how well we think about ourselves in the world. Representation, representation is so important for black kids growing up. So before we jump in, like, what's you all's view on the state of black TV today? Ooh, I like blackish. So I think we got a good little perspective on uh, black culture in TV from a middle to upper class perspective of black America. Right. Conscious, woke black America <laughs> on TV. Yep. Right. And I don't know if we've ever had that level <clears throat> of uh, engagement on TV at a level that everybody, not only people of color, but also white people and everybody can actually enjoy watching it, which is which is really good. I think it's a good look. So that's my thought process. I, I'm, I'm a blackish fan. So I love it. But I think it's. It's good for everybody, right? So from just general pop culture to see an upper middle class family, but then there are nuances that are catered to black people where you will see the daughters tie their hair up at night, where they have an entire episode on like chitlins and and, <laughs> and Southern food, where white people might not understand those concepts, but it's like even just, just to see like, did Zoe just wrap her hair? Did, did one of them wake up with a scarf in the morning? Because all these other shows in the in the past, they, you know, they wake up and their hair looks fantastic Perfect. and right. their makeup is completely done. And that's not the way this any of this works. So I definitely agree. I love I love blackish. All right. So blackish aside, like blackish is one piece of television or black television today. How does the industry of black television fare to you all? Outside of Blackish, I, I get, you know, I love it too. Are we doing okay? It, and I'll throw in this. I think Black TV was good years and years ago. And then we had a period where I feel like we really, really fell off. And now I kind of feel like we, we sort of back again, right? You got, you talk about Blackish, you got Grownish, we got Atlanta, we got The Shy, uh, Insecure. Insecure is Right. Is, is and I just too. found Insecure. Fell, me and the wife watch it all the time. Insecure is amazing. It's when coming back real soon. Yeah, a, few, a couple weeks, I think. Yep. Are there any personas missing on black television? Are, are we missing anybody? Because we got the hood niggas. We, we got the upper class. We miss the middle class. And anyway, How are we doing? I think we got a good range of perspective across what you just named in, in, in TV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh I don't watch a whole bunch of TV, but when I do, it's, it's usually something that's really good. Like, when you said Insecure, I was like, oh, man, Insecure is magical. Uh, Atlanta is magical. Yo. Like, like those are—and yeah. those are new, newer shows. I wonder if, you know, the—so the, the so we talked about—you said it was good for a minute, and then it kind of fell off, though. Yeah. It did fall off. Like, and I don't know if it fell off—I don't know if that's our time when it fell off— 
or was it kind of after we kind of stopped watching TV that much because we was I know I'm not taking credit for it or whatever, but uh, it did fall off. And I, I don't know if you so think about this: is it is it did it fall off when like after the Cosby Show or after a different world or like when did it actually fall off and then come back? All I know is when Homeboys from Outer Space was on air, I had to check out. Like I couldn't do Homeboys from Outer Space. Did it fall off or there was just nothing there? I think it fell off because there was nothing there. Like in my opinion, right? It just they they we've had a couple good shows and we're gonna talk about some of that, but like right now, like we we just kicked out like five or six like dope shows that are live right now. And I think if I go back fifteen years and I know, you know, people listening, you got time to hit your internet and look it up, so mm-hmm. don't get mad at us. But <laughs> when I think back fifteen, seventeen years ago, I'm struggling to like name like Buku shows that were that I thought were dope and represented black culture. Not not just like stereotypical black culture, but like black culture as a whole. And right now I feel like like black culture as a whole is pretty well represented right now. Now, I think the the numbers, I think we need more. Right? We got one show or two shows that show this and one or two shows that show this perspective. You know, when you start talking about the non-black shows, it's 10, 15, 20 for, yeah. you know, every white persona, right? So I don't yeah. think we have enough, but I think we have... I think we cover the spectrum of what the black experience in this country is right now. Yeah, I, I would agree. Because if you think about power. power Got about power. Love. Amazing, right? Love. Like it's straight hood, straight <laughs> gangster, straight. And then it's 50 Cent. It's, you know, that's the number two show on TV, on cable, behind uh, Game of Thrones. And I could completely agree because I'm, I'm And how many people do you know it. have stars? Right. They put the network on the map. It's a lot of people. And I've never seen Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Them fire sticks is is working. (laughs) On fire, right? But I think you're also forgetting shows. Scandal. Game changer. Okay. I'm glad you said that. Yes. Now, let let me ask you this. Chandra Rhymes. Because I thought about that. Is Scandal black television? It's got a black lead. Sure. But is it black? Black. I mean, and Chandra Rhymes. I, I like to call it black television, especially because it represents... It probably represents a group like us, right? We've got a lot of, you know, non-black friends and associates. We work in non-black worlds. So Scandal, in your opinion, that's a black show. What are you defining as a black show then? Oh, no. Oh, no. To me, a show with a black lead or a black family as the lead is a black show. Right. So Scandal, hands down, absolutely. Not necessarily day-to-day America. Right. What it looks like, but black show. How to Get Away with Murder, definitely a black show. I wonder, do we do we claim them more just because we love Shonda and she's just dope? I think we would have claimed it even if it wasn't Shonda. Okay. Okay, so how about this? Y'all may not have seen this. There was a television show that I just watched on Netflix, Netflix original. I can't remember what the hell it's called. Um, Paula Patton was in it. She had a white husband, a mixed child. She was the lead. And there weren't really, there wasn't much other black cast. Is that a black show? It was good beyond here or she was something. A star? Yeah, because that, like that's similar if to Scandal. If it's if it's and I'm gonna use this term loosely, I'm gonna say black excellence in it. Meaning, if it's a thought process that's black excellence, which is the the behind the scenes, Chandra Rhymes, like she she in there cooking up great episodes that get you hooked on the show. Right. No matter if it has an all white cast or a majority white cast. She's the mastermind behind what's going on. So to me, is that a black show? Mm, 
it got some black leadership. Like, it's tough, right? Right. It's, it's got some black leadership. So when I call it a black show, uh, I struggle with that. Because then, like, I agree with Danielle. Like, in my mind, Scandal's a black show. Right. I wonder, like, are we, do we claim it well, because, because it's working and winning and it's Shonda? And, or? The, and the star's black. And, right. And, yep. Like, she killing it. Yeah. So I, I would give that I would give that the star of of. It's important approved. to delineate though. Is it important to claim shit. to claim shows? <laughs> do we do we claim Luke Cage? Do we claim? Oh yeah, we claim Luke Cage. Do you claim Black Lightning, which I think was absolutely terrible on Netflix? But you watched it, didn't yes. you? Yes, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna claim it. Oh no, I'm know. claiming the shit out of it. Never I, seen it, I'm, but I'm yeah, claiming right, just because right. it says black in the title. It's if mine. It's, <laughs> if it's a black person in it. I think we got to support each other no matter if it's horrible garbage or if it's amazingly great. Okay. I, that, that's a, a perspective. That's an opinion because I think people of non-color have mastered the art of embracing people that's not excellent. So it actually, I think it builds other people up. All right. I'm going to flip it a little bit, right? And I know, I know what I think about this one, but we talked about like... Miss Rhymes and and all the, the the beautiful work that she's doing out there, and she she does diversity well, right? But she always makes sure that we are in power positions. But here's the flip side, right? When you go back to a show like Girlfriends, Girlfriends was good too. That black was black was good class, too. I mean black cast. But what didn't Kelsey Grammer? Wasn't he the driving force behind that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's a white man, so. How, how does that fit? Like, it's a black show in my mind. It's a black show. It still is. Black cast, does black cast black outweigh show. the fact that Mm-mm. it came from a white male? No. Nope. Okay, cool. It's, it's still a black show. Yep. All right. Because All right. It's, it's non-people of color that are woke, too, that want to empower the black experience in black culture. So right. I, I, they get a pass to come to the barbecue, too. Right. Do they get a full plate or they just get like sides mm-hmm. on the little top tapas plate? They get a full plate. Okay. <laughs> they get a full plate because they, they are aware enough to know that. Do success, they get the homemade German chocolate cake, though? They can't take it home. They okay. Ain't got no, they, they ain't got no to-go No to-go plate. No, 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 no saran wrap, no foil. <laughs> you get to experience it as it is in the current. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Eat all you want there. Yeah, but, but the shit stays no, here. You yeah, you, can't you can't take, take it with no you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not even the chilling. Not it. Well. Are people trying to take those home? I'm not. I don't even. I've never either. had them. Yeah. What? what? I'm West Indian. Who the West Indian? They got pigs in West India. <laughs> <laughs> West Indies. <laughs> right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. First of all. <laughs> First of all. I can't do, I can't do You the couldn't chillers. see the look on her face. That was hilarious. Yeah. I can't do the chillers, but I. Dog, no. Yeah, that's not a thing. You, I do use them as punishment, though. I tell southern, my kids they're going to have them. Right? Southern from West Indies. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Indian, they're two different cultures. We just share skin color. Two That's fair. Cultures. Yep, I'm with you. Okay. All right, I'm a, let's, let's move on. We, I want us to keep warming up. So what's the role of black TV today? Like, I'll give an example, right? When you go back to... The Cosby Show and, and people, we're talking 
the Cosby show. We're talking Heathcliff, not Bill right now. <laughs> so like, <laughs> the role there is a right, right in my mind. Those are two different Bill. people. Heathcliff, <laughs> yes. And, and a lot of you people don't know who Heathcliff is. That's a damn shame. That's a damn. Shame. Okay. So my thing is the role of TV. If you go back to the Cosby show and different world, right? Those are two like that are burned into our brains. Pivotal. The role there, in my opinion, the role was about uplifting the people. It was about exposing us to what we could be doctor, lawyer in college, like working our way through. Now, when I look back, they showed much more than that, mm -hmm. but like it had a solid role. Like your parents wanted you to sit down and watch the Cosby show. And they watched it with you. Right, exactly. So what's the role of black TV now? Is it simply entertainment? Is I think it bigger? all TV now is simply entertainment. It, we're past the days that families are gathering around the TV and watching shows on, oh my gosh, this show's coming on at nine o'clock. I'm going to watch it on demand on my own time. Oh, we got to catch that episode. Let's right. watch it together again another time. We're past the days of that family viewing. See, that, that, that concerns me, right? Like, I... I want to agree with you. I'm close to agreeing with you. But I think the only exception for me kind of falls back on the Cosby show, right? When it comes to blackish, my family comes together. I don't know what day and time it comes on, but I know it's on Hulu, right? So my family will come together. We'll watch blackish. But that is the only example of like family. Everything else is like you watch it on your tablet, your phone, yep. you stream in it, you watch it in your bed. Maybe I watch it with the wife, like the wife and I watch Insecure. Mm -hmm. But has the role of, of black TV been diluted to simply entertainment? Has the role of regular TV been delineated to simply entertainment? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't watch much now. Well, I, I'm lying. I watch um, the little doctor show. I can't remember the name of it. The Resident. Oh, yeah. It's actually okay. pretty good. Yeah. But I don't want to give him no love. That's not black TV. That's, that's not. That's <laughs> absolutely not. I'm, I'm always hopeful that there is some type of educational or cultural element that you get from TV. So blackish, insecure, it's absolutely. You get something from it. Right. Right. So the family unit gets something from it when they watch it. I do agree that the time of, like, everybody coming together around the TV at 925. Right, like we're used to. With some popcorn and watching a show, that's over with. I don't think that's, I don't think that can be sustained in the future. I think everybody's going to have an individual tablet or laptop or or you know cell phone whatever right. we can watch it. we curate our own content Correct. individually Correct. and what's unfortunate is that you don't have dialogues around that content yeah like in a session where you face to face with like we did with it. the cosby show right what you do is you're going to do it through social media yep. yeah the individuals that you know and folks you don't know that will influence how you think about an episode that you watched when it used to be you know you watch a cosby episode right or you watch a different world you you got perspective from people that you knew, loved, and you had a certain level of respect and understanding of who they were and what the context of their life and how they think about things. You kind of had more perspective. Now I don't think—I think that's lost, which is I, I believe is a little bit unfortunate. It is. Do you guys do family dinners every night? I do. We we, we try I to. I'd say probably of a, of a seven-day week, we're probably eating as a family five. Okay. So, but it's purposeful, it's a, right? Yeah, it, it is. It is an intentional act. It's right. not like it, it could easily not go that way, right? I do it because I want to sit down 
and I want to look each of my children in the eye and ask them, how was your day? What did you learn? What did you do? Where can I help you? And I want them like it's almost like the replacement for the Cosby show. Right. I want them. I want them to have a good conversation with me about what I do, what I did, how they're doing. We talk about yeah. whatever's going on and then we break. Mm-hmm. But then that's your opportunity to talk about TV culture. Right. But you have to deliberately set that up. That's how today's generation is learning how to interact with people in the real world. Right. Right. You're not. Yeah. You learn how to text people all day, but ask somebody to pick up the phone and make a phone call. And, uh, uh, Shit out of luck on that. Don't do that. Yeah. Like that, that's. That's too personal. I don't want to get in a space like that. I feel bad because I'd be mad like, shit, this person is calling me. Why they just didn't text me? Right. But all of those shows, all of those family shows we're talking about, there's some sort of family element. They're getting together at the table. They're getting together at the barbecue. They're Mm -hmm. getting together at the event. And that's what makes them the family that we aspire to be on TV. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. That's 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 an interesting concept, too. So would you aspire to be the family on Blackish? I love the family on Blackish. I honestly do think I won't even say that. I love the family on Blackish. <laughs> <laughs> like they they I mean I it, it trips me out. Like I, I I get it. I love the fact that they take serious topics and they delve into and, and not just for our benefit. They they talk about them like as a family. Like yeah. I I love it. Yeah. I love it. And it's quirkiness too. I like grownish so too. Grownish is cool. I, it's not I, it's not for kids though. Yeah, I don't have the same affinity to to grownish as I do to blackish. I agree because you're in a different stage of your life. Yeah, correct. Grownish correct. is to me grownish is very similar to a different world, and it resonated with me then. But like grownish, have you, do you watch that one? No. God damn it. Sorry. Grownish does a good job of like jumping into like it goes into real topics, like it goes into sex, it goes into drugs, drugs right? Yeah, oh, actually surprised me a little bit how deep it went into that stuff. Yeah, which <laughs> was happening, but wasn't as as topical or visible when we mm-hmm. were watching a different world. I think Grownish is dope. Yeah, the Adderall episode was hilarious right? to me. Like it was, it, it, I, I'm not even gonna get into it, but it was it was funny to see. Like Adderall was like what a lot of college students in the old school it was more weed versus Adderall right, right. gave the same effect right and it was like oh that's that's the new right that's the new that's, that's the, 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 new, that's the weed. new weed <laughs> right which is, which is like ooh I don't try to smoke weed but <laughs> but yeah but real talk that's us old like right I don't know about these new drugs that is a old yeah cause the new drugs is is I'm scared of hell of them I'm anything like that. I could crush or I could pop I'm scared of if I got to swallow it. Right, I'm scared. I'm terrified. I'm scared. Mm-mm. No appeal? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. I'm That's the next generation. It is. But when your children get older, that's the conversations that you're going to have. You're going to have to pivot though. Like when I was your age, like people were offering me weed. When I was, now you have to switch it to the current drug, the current thing that is going years, to be years, It's going to be crack as yeah. the common drug. Lord have mercy. No, I don't think else. crack coming back. I don't think crack <laughs> ever coming back. I think people know crack is whack. Like they, I think right, that Whitney. Is, that is, that is, I think that is solidified. We're going through an it, opium it. crisis though in the Midwest, so that ain't crack. <laughs> <laughs> it is damn so not crack. It's it's a that's a that's that might be worse than crack. <laughs> no, that I think. Mm. Crack heroin, opioid. Like, have y'all seen? <laughs> well, you said that heroin. <laughs> to, me, <laughs> to me, back to my grandma, that heroin. <laughs> right. That's heroin. <laughs> All right, okay. Before, before we move into, like, the real conversation, last question. 
Yeah. What are you all watching today? Like when you go home, what do you watch? What's what's on your rotation? My shows are not what we are calling black shows. I'm mm. watching Handmaid's Tale. I'm watching. Are there any black folks on Handmaid's Tale? No. Actually, yes. Yes. Um, she's not a main character, but there is. Okay, what else? Because I guess I don't delineate the shows I watch. It's like, these are the black shows I'm going to watch today, and right. these are the non-black shows. You don't have I'm a quota? Like, I got to yeah, get, just, it's got to be 72% black for me. Yeah, I watch TV. If I if they happen to have 72%. black characters or black leads in, in it, and it's a good show, I'm going to watch it. If there don't happen to be, then I'm still going to watch it. So, All right, so Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Finish Black Luke. Lightning. It was terrible. It was so good that it was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah. You just, I couldn't stop watching it because I just need to see how this is going to crash and burn. Um, Luke Cage. Awesome. Why are all the Luke Cage advertisements in the hood? Because that's the target audience. Yeah, that's exactly. a shame. Yeah. I mean, and he's got bullet holes in his shirt. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> he's bulletproof. So, yes, we're just going to put all these in the hood. They're in the hood and they're on bus stops. All I ever yep. see is a hood, yep. bus stop. Luke Cage. Yeah, I, it makes hard. me mad. Okay, okay. Back to you. What else? What else are you watching? I can't wait for Insecure to come back. Okay, Black Show. Bingo. Um. Yeah. Oh boy, it's not gonna be on it this time. No. Um. Yeah, Lawrence. I just saw that. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> is not gonna be on it. What? Lawrence is. No, he's out. We're done. What happened to him? We had closure on the second season. And just FYI, please don't talk about it because I haven't finished the second season. Okay, fair. Okay. Was, Just, we'll talk about it later. All right, you look distressed, bro. We'll talk about it later. Oh, shit, I'm just <laughs> Damn, okay. We will all talk right. about it later. Damn, I would say for Rudolph. me, most of the shows that I watch, I binge. I wait till the season's oh. over. I commit to a weekend, and I'm going to binge it from start to finish. I'm busy that weekend. Don't call me. Isn't that the best me. way to watch yes. TV? don't try to do That's anything. That's a disaster, though. Was it when you oh, when you when you shit. finish one? No, when you binge watch it, like oh. everything is like suspended. Like, in terms of, like you can't do food shit is else. Suspended <laughs> shit, like working out suspended, <laughs> going out suspended. <laughs> like this shit is like immediately end to end because like when when an episode it, it everybody gonna feel me on this. When an episode ends, it's like shit. I can watch this next one. Mm-hmm. Like. Right now. There's nothing that makes you feel... Even though I need to go to work, I can watch this next <laughs> one right now. It's, it's 3.15 in the morning. Right, right. I got 47 more minutes. I can, I can, I can do this. this. I can do this. Yeah. Knowing I got to get up at 6. But, but tell the truth. Watch three more. Isn't it the worst feeling... Like when, if it's a 10 episode series, you get to like eight and a half and you realize, shit, I ain't got but one and a half yeah. left. And when you finish 10, you're like, what am I going to do for like the next Facts. six months? Mm -hmm. Yes. Where is my Facts. life? Yes. And don't do this. So check this out. So I had a, a matter of fact, I was watching Game of Thrones and not a black show, but. Fantastic show, though. Not, I have never it, seen it. Add it to your list. You need to watch season one with a friend. Or you shouldn't. Am even, I the only black person in this room? It's, I'm it's concerned. one or two. But check this out. Man, I, I was watching it and I had got to a point where I seen all of them. And uh, the last episode was like on another service that I, I needed to go get. Right. Like Hulu. And so I went and got Hulu. Damn, yeah, just for the show? Just for the show. Sometimes when it's so good. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing My worse. My first binge was like Breaking Bad, though. Oh, Breaking that was Bad just yes. took me completely. Did you watch that? I tried. I watched the first season and a half. Show. It was dope. Okay, so this is what happened. Like, Breaking Bad was good. I started Breaking Bad. I started, um... The Walking Dead. I was I was I was way behind everybody. Walking Dead needs to end. Right. I tr I started and it was good. But what happened was, 
um, fuck, what show? I started watching like two other shows, yeah, and then I had to like time. prioritize. Like, shit, I can't get it all in. Yeah, what am I gonna do? So I, I think I put them on pause, and I meant to go back, but like the good shows back. kept coming. Yeah. It's like, fuck, I, I don't, yeah. how do I do this? They got that work now. But uh, your original question was about what are you watching? I'm watching Power. Like, that's I'm waiting, my shit. I'm waiting for Power to end so I can binge it because I was so mad the end of last season. It's like, if this yeah. was my child, I would kill him. So it's I'm waiting. Power. See, I, have, I haven't seen anything. So we're we're going into, what, season five now? Is that what we're going into? Maybe. Yeah, it's season five. I haven't seen anything since season, the end of season two. I haven't seen it at all. So I don't power. know none of that's going Bro, on. Power is, is. You should, you It'll should, change your life. Yeah. You remember I have Wire? every intention you, of getting back to it. Every episode. I didn't watch The Wire. You ain't seen you The Wire? You didn't watch Game of Thrones. Calm down. <laughs> hey, everybody <laughs> listening right now is on my side. <laughs> I didn't watch The Wire. Game of you Thrones. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you have the got. The problem is so there is so if, much good content. Uh-uh, Where do you... Check this out. If you like power. <laughs> you are unforgiving. Like I love power. You will absolutely... Be in love with for the rest of your life, for the rest of your existence with the wire. How many seasons of the wire am I committing to? It ain't. It, it's it's a lot. There's it, a couple of them. You're gonna be yeah. busy for a couple weekends. It's good. It's really really good. It's the wire reminds me of like a documentary of the hood. Yeah, like a real documentary of the hood. But like I can't could, relate to that. That's why you might. That's like why it. you watch it. Speaking of the wire, did you ever see the corner? You remember that? It yeah, came out. Yes. That yes, was that was dope. Yes. Is this a spinoff of the wire? No, this was before the wire. Mm-hmm. This was This is pre-wire. This is like 99, maybe? Mm-hmm. It was like a it might have been a little earlier. It was yeah. it was it was one of them things like it was what, like six episodes, miniseries type of joint. I need you to watch the wire. You gotta watch the wire. You got to. All the listeners, I'm I'm thinking y'all haven't seen the wire. But if you have it, you got to see the wire. The wire I will talk is... to you guys in a year when it when I finish it. When you finish it, because it's that long. And yeah. please, everybody listening, write in, hit our Facebook page, and let us know what the punishment should be <laughs> for her have not, not seen, seen the wire, wire. Mm-hmm. this day and time. <sighs> Sorry. All right, cool. What what you watching though? So everything I said at the beginning, I'm watching Insecure. I'm watching Atlanta. I watched Scandal till it ended. Uh, my non-black show, gotta have one in rotation, mm-hmm. is um, The Resident. Uh, me and the kids watch everything Marvel on Netflix. Um, I'm still going through Luke Cage right now. I think that's about it. I'm Luke sure the some blackish. Huh? Yeah. Luke Cage was fantastic. See, Luke, like season one, I loved it. Right, season two. It's gotten better, but it started like almost too black exploitation, too campy to me. It's how it started. It's gotten better. I think I told you that when we we went out to dinner. When I think I told you that, but it's gotten better. I'm, I'm back Commit. in. Hmm? Commit. I'm gonna try. And what else? Oh, uh, Orange is the New Black is getting ready to come on again. I stopped watching that after like season three. It's like Walking Dead. Like it just needs to stop. All right, so. The, the main point of t- today's show is really just a conversation around what TV shows we feel like have truly impacted black culture and what characters from those TV shows had the most impact on us. So, listeners, you can't see it, but we've got a list of shows, and we're going to go through. We, we're not going through all of them. We'll go through some of them and just kind of talk about them a little bit. So, 
<laughs> Danielle, you can jump in and start. You're the guest. Like, what what shows here spoke to you? And, and how do you feel like they impacted black culture? So we have to pay homage to The Cosby Show. Right. That's, oh. For me, that's where it all started. That's so the all, OG. Yes, that's exactly. The OG. Exactly. Um, what episode? What's your favorite episode or moment? Ooh, I don't know if I have one. What? It's so many. Yeah, it was just a good show. So Vince was like, what? Like, he got, he is right off the okay, gate. He, about, like, he knows yeah. what it is. What, what came to top of mind when Theo had the joint in his textbook and was dealing with that. Okay. Where in hindsight, as an adult, I'm like, it's just a joint. It's not even that serious. But back in the day, especially, right. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't remember watching it like live when this happened, how TV at that time could be talking about drugs, like clutching your pearls. Oh my gosh. Right. So that's the one that comes to my mind, but I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's what I remember. Okay. I'll tell you my, and again, I don't think it's favorite, right? But when I think back to like what impacted me, what I remembered, the episode where they put Theo in the real world. You remember that one where like Rudy played like she had the glasses on. Yep. Uh she uh was it was it Vanessa that was her assistant or something mm-hmm. that he had to rent the apartment. Yep. Oh, I do like, remember that. That episode, I loved it. Yeah. it. It was like it was like my exposure to like like the shit we dealing with now. How am I how I pay these bills? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they start dancing. They always started dancing. That was music was a staple of their life. On that, on those, on them steps coming yeah, down. Step. Yeah, that's, that's hands down. I, I still think to that day again. Bill Cosby, Heathcliff Huxtable. I'm talking Heathcliff. I, th- I think that. I mean, no one really disagrees. With you can't. You can't fight that. Right. Like, you, you can't. You, there's no way. And no and way. and I honestly think that by extension, a different world is in the same realm, although smaller audience because it was talking to the youth about college, right? Like, that one, like, every episode Black colleges. Yeah, exactly. Which I admitted I only saw for the first time very recently. How recently was it when you saw A Different World for the first time? Uh, We we need to be specific. It was 2018. Jesus. <laughs> Bro, your face. He's clutching his pearls right now. <laughs> this year. This, this, year. this 2018? This year, because people were talking about Whitley getting married, and I just didn't understand what, mm. what, what they were talking about. So I binged it, and it was a good show, but I can only say that this year. But at least you got exposed to it. It took me a while. Yes, but you exposed now. Now you are wiser because of it. Dude, every time there's an incident on a college campus, like with the um, the white woman who called the police on the sister who was asleep on the couch yep. or studying or whatnot, every time one of those incidents happens, I think to myself, that wouldn't have flown at Hillman. <laughs> like, yeah, I swear, every time, that shit would not have happened at Hillman. Mm-mm. Ain't no way in hell. Yeah, nah, it would have probably been other people out there asleep with her. <laughs> right. <laughs> they would have been studying together and was like, this shit, I'm tired, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, it's a different world. True. Literally, yeah. All right, Art, what's yours? What's what's the show for you that impacted you the most and the show that you think, and it doesn't have to be the same, and the show that you think impacted black culture the most? Ooh, man, that's a hard one. We had a, it is. I think the OG is is easily the Cosby show. Like, I, I have to reiterate that point. Right. Now, I like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Right. I Love like it. Will Smith. Will Smith is... is a true artist, but 
he's also a masterful person. Like he he's figuring out how to master life. Like if you follow him on, on, on IG or you follow him on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, you start to see how he leads his life, how right. he manages his kids, how he manages his his, his overall life. He, he's he's impressive. But I think the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, a judge, a black judge mm-hmm. living in Bel-Air. Yep. I don't, oh, I don't think they got enough credit, right? No. Heath, like, Cliff, and Claire got all that credit, but he was a judge? Yeah. Viv was a, a doctor or yeah, retired doctor? Look, yeah. Like, so they had a butler. They had, they had a black a butler. butler. And he was black. Right. And they had black. a butler. Do you think that would fly today? A black butler? Yes. If Fresh Prince was to come on today, do you think a ba- black butler would fly? I don't know. I don't think it would fly. I don't know if that would. I I I think we like we have become Ooh, it depends a on how people. Cool the was. Right, we, but we're we're so open to speaking up now. I don't, I, don't I don't think, think it, it would fly. fly. I don't think it would fly. Yeah, well, what, if, what if they had a white butler? Would that fly? Oh yeah, that'd be easy. Really? He would have to be suppressed though. <laughs> <laughs> like he couldn't have a significant role. Like, if it was a black butler on the show today, he would have to be significant. He'd have to have a role. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But I don't know if just the concept of having a black butler today would fly. The difference with, with in, in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he was a part of the family. Like, he felt like he was a part of the family in a, in a, in a disconnected way. But he was—he he didn't—they didn't treat him like a butler. Fair. And you almost a, forget he was a butler. Correct. You almost forget. Yeah, it, it's not he's like he said, hey, yeah. get your ass over there and give me this drink. Jeffrey. Yeah, it, it, they didn't. They didn't treat him like that. So I, I think that's a black cultural trait. Like that's that's how we operate. We don't. We don't. We understand the human element and humanity. So it's not. I, I think we don't. I don't think we we represent like a butler as like your personal slave or your <clears throat> personal servant. No, not right. Not. So I think I, I think we could probably accept it if he was a member of. His role was a member of the family. Or if they retitled him personal assistant. <laughs> that's some 2018 shit. Everybody yeah. has a personal assistant <laughs> Yeah, now. that's some 2018 shit. Yep. All right, so which one is, is that impact on black culture for you, or is that impact on art specifically? That's art specifically. All right. That's that Black culture, I think, it, I think it was far underrated. Like, I agree. Underrated in the sense... Like, from, from, like character appreciation. From yeah. Right. Will Smith blew up from it, which, yeah. which was great for his career, but I think it was underappreciated in the black community, in, in my personal perspective. No, I, my I agree. I, I think if you asked most people, like, what Aunt Viv did... I don't think they could tell you. Everybody knows what Claire did, right? I didn't know she was a doctor. I didn't know that was a true step. Claire? No. Oh, you talking about Unviv. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. She was was a retired doctor. Yeah, she wasn't practicing anymore. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, I I would think most people don't, just because the focus of the show was Will, and that's what people saw, right? But but the story behind it was so strong, right? Like, if you think about it, even them showing, like, the relationship between Will and Carlton and how it evolved till the very end when they were like heartbroken to not be there anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. That whole brotherly love thing yep. that, that I, I do think, you know, was missing from TV. Right. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of that. Right. They showed their spats. They showed them making up. They showed all that. Yeah. And I thought that was dope. But like, I, I do, I do think that a lot of people missed it yeah. until now. And like, I, I'm, I'm just as guilty. <clears throat> that clip floats around now that shows the episode where Will, no, yeah. Will's father leaves. Yes. 
and you see him yes. angry, and then he breaks down, and, right, into Uncle Phil. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yes, I didn't appreciate that then, right? But mm-hmm. now you look back like that. That's real. Yeah, but then you think about so now. This is how I think about it now. Like, if I fast forward to 2018, people of color have advanced pretty significantly from the time when that show initially aired and was 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 significant in the, in in society. The concept is this young black dude from the hood gets to go out and experience being rich. Right. Yep. Right. But now that not only he's in a in an environment where it's a lot of resources and capabilities and, and opportunity that he could be exposed to, the question I have for for our listeners and and and, and everybody is if you are in a position where you are, are like feel like you 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 got bread you you got a mansion are you helping your people in your family when they're in a time of need because obviously he was in a time of need because in the song right it was a playground where he spent most of his days he, he, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he didn't got in some trouble so he had to get out to to beverly hills to get away from that trouble like right. who who is that person that you are helping in your family actually get out and actually make a better life for themselves, right? That's that's kind of how I think about it, man. It's it's a it's an opportunity. Like it was showing you how to help us as a people get better, right? And uh, how are we doing that today? Like that was a that was a strong example that we probably undervalued, didn't really appreciate, or didn't really recognize at the time when the show was going on. Right. Okay. So mine <clears throat> from. From a black culture perspective, right? Same thing everybody said, of course, hands down, the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. But when I think outside of that, Family Matters was it for me, man. With Urkel? Yeah. What? Because, like, what? Where it spoke to me was. All, all I know is, did I do that? I know nothing else about that show. But so oh, man, I'll, I'll break down why. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. When he got yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's my thing. And, and I don't know, like, if it got me then. But, like, we, you know, we talked about sitting down to watch TV shows. Me and my family, we sat down growing up to watch the Cosby Show, Different World. And the next time I remember doing that as a family was with Family Matters. Uh, and, okay. and I think the reason why is because, like, my father was educated, but, like, he, he worked his way up. When I was young, I remember him, like, <clears throat> working shift work. I remember him going in at odd times. And, like, he kept going up and up and up. And finally, he got—he became, like, the highest-ranking black man in this nuclear power plant, right? But I watched him do that. And when we watched Family Matters, like, mm. Carl did the same thing. And I think that spoke to me because he was, like, police. And, you know, forget—I don't know the, 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 the levels, but I think he capped out at, like, captain. So I know he got promoted, like, two or three times on the show. And then the wife— worked at—was just at home, and then she moved up in her job. And, and like, it was— it was it was like it was it was like blue collar work that showed me like like we can survive like my father was a blue collar at the time mm-hmm. and 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 moved his way up to what you would call white collar like supervisor superintendent on up the ladder and at the time I didn't know what the hell I was going to be right I was a smart kid but you know who knew if I was going to be a garbage man or or a scientist turns out I'm neither but like that that spoke to me right and they they had their all their issues or whatnot yeah. and like Urkel was he was comic relief to me, but he wasn't what I focused on when I watched that show. So that spoke to me. Man, and, wow, that's crazy because he was he was the he was everywhere. He was the star, and what's interesting was was he was smart. Like yeah. he was 
this was one of the first times where you saw <clears throat> in a show a smart young black boy. Yeah. And what was the what was the girl's name? The one, the daughter, Laura? the one. Yeah, I, I couldn't even remember her name. Laura. Yeah, Laura. All right. And then so the show that that um that I think impacted me personally, right? Not just our culture, but personally, was Rock. And Rock didn't stay on the, the air long. Man. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was because, like, I think I was just attracted to, like, common folk, commonplace survival, right? And, and like, when, when, when I grew up, there was a time where we didn't have much, and there was a time where we had amassed a good bit, right? So I, I was in the black neighborhood with the smaller house. I was in the white neighborhood with the huge house, right? I, my family literally made that journey while I was growing up. Um, so I, I think I think Rock, just the fact that like his, I think mm. the brother lived with him, they were doing all this. But like my thing with Rock personally was like he was a garbage man, right? And people you know tend to look down on garbage men for whatever reason, right? It's a it's a it's a job you work in, but like he didn't take any shit. Like I don't know if you all remember, you said you hadn't seen Rock. I have never seen this show a day in my life. I'm gonna you find I'm, I'm gonna find this clip for you. There was this one. You got to see at least one sh- mm. one one Rock show. There was one okay. episode where, like, <laughs> At least one. a right. drug dealer had moved into the neighborhood. I remember that one. He moved into the neighborhood. And it's the same dude he who plays the drug dealer on every damn movie for the rest of his life. <laughs> the one. He was he typecast. typecast. Yeah. Typecast. Uh, the one from Friday. Um, Panky. They called him Panky. Not Pinky, but Panky. You Come on. You oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. He said, who sent you, nigga? Don't say yeah. another. He had the uh, record store. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he moved in, and he's a drug dealer and everything, but he's a drug dealer in this show. And and Rock became a thorn in his side. He was like, I don't care what you do, what you say. I don't want you and your drugs in my neighborhood. Like, he like hemmed him up in the corner, threw him against the door. And, like, it reoccurred a couple of times because, like, the cat wasn't going anywhere. And like that stuck with me. I was like, okay, you don't, you don't have to take. It doesn't matter who you are, right? You ain't got to take shit from anybody. You can stand up. You're still a man, right? Yeah. And like that spoke to me. Yeah. That's so dope. like, so for me, those those are the two. But one of my favorite shows. I don't even think it's. I think it's, it might be on the list. I don't know. One of my favorite shows. We watch this right now. Living single. You like living single? Dude, I Another love living single. You know what we didn't talk about was Martin. I love Martin. Yeah. You seen Martin. Martin? I love Martin. Because <laughs> I know on. I know a lot of Tommies. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of Tommies. Yeah. I loved Martin. I yeah, loved Martin Brother on. Man from the Fifth Flow. I love Not the Martin. fifth flow, huh? Fifth flow. Yep. <laughs> but check this out. So living single though. Like what what? What was it about Living Single that... that... Dude, I, like, I was a little bit older for Living Single, right? And I, I think it was just like... I thought the characters were, were so strong. Like, Khadijah running a magazine. She was young. It was hers. You know, she had periods where she struggled and she was thriving. I think about Max. Like, she was this dope-ass lawyer. And you saw her struggles, like, when she stood up for herself and lost her job, but then she got it back. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even Overton, right? He was he he was the comic relief, but 
like he was his own man. Like that's he made his money off his own back. The like he was thing, a handyman. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like about that is that they they downplayed the black man a little bit. They upplayed black I, women, which was I agree. which was well, good. I don't know if but I agree. They kind of downplayed the black man. I think they they focused on the black woman because right if you if you it paid attention on the black woman, but it was Kyle a, was a stockbroker. Yeah, but he was. He but they didn't talk about it. They, they didn't go in depth. Yeah, I agree with that. He didn't get no. They ain't giving no shine. Yeah, at all. Like, except just, except when him and Max was sort of sleeping together, sort of not, and that was that was, was hilarious. Yeah, but it was kind of bogus though. It, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like a. The like men were the comic relief. Correct. They didn't develop it out to where men was empowered. It was. It was. It was a. It was a show designed to to empower women. Right. But also to show kind of what a woman would go through at that time. Right. But then, then the other totally side is you've got respect. Regine, who everything about her was like, I got everything I got through a man. Right. Mm-hmm. She was all about her looks. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what she did. What was her career? Right. I know she bounced a little bit. She didn't have she... a good relationship with her mother. It was all about a man. And then uh, Sinclair just, what, ditzy? Like, she, she, she... So, like, I think they... They did a good job of showing multiple perspectives of women, but they did not do a good job showing multiple perspectives of men. Mm-hmm. Like they were successful, but they don't go into it. I, I agree I'm with you. I'm trying that. to see why that's a problem right now. <laughs> it's not a problem. Why you guys always have to be successful? No, I'm not saying we got to be successful. I, like I just I love the show. <laughs> like I love the show. We should be though. Really? Yeah. For the record, um, uh, let's bring I, back scandal. Then I love that my wife is really? successful, and I, I want to put this out here because she's gonna listen. I'm looking forward to the day that you bring home the bacon all alone and I cook the bacon. I'm okay with that. Because right now it's a dual household income. I bring in some, she can bring in some. I will gladly Babe. sit at the house, golf. Babe. I love to cook. I'm ready. She can bring it all in. I don't know how many guys would say that or say that today and are truly okay with it. I'm truly okay with it. <laughs> if 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 you a guy listening. <laughs> You're truly well, not okay with that. <laughs> you need to reevaluate your life. Because, uh, babe, if, if, and this is for my wife, who's, I'm absolutely sure she, this is probably her third time listening to it. <laughs> she writing it down. If you, if you, if you getting that bread and I can cook the bacon for you, I will, I will have the best. Babe, I have a sandwich for you every, every morning. Day. You I hear would, me? She, the, the house would be amazing, immaculate, everything would be done. Uh, but I, I would get up I'd in the like, morning just so when I made that bacon and eggs for you, it was hot when you needed. Right. At the time. Right. Mm-hmm. You ain't got a microwave shit. But I do like mm-hmm. dual incomes, though. Dual incomes hey, is quite amazing. Dual incomes is what's going to allow us to be at that point. Correct. Because, see, my wife wants to continue what she's doing. She wants to go out and teach. And I love what I do. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I want to do it for several more years to come. And you pretty good at what you do, my But man. I do see an end. I do see additional golfing and fishing in my future. It's coming. I'm with you on that, brother. Mark those words, gentlemen. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Mark I those words. A, I got a target at 55. The game is over. I'm with you. Like, I, I want to do 50 Ooh. to 52, 55 if necessary, but we're trying to build that legacy. All right, so we're getting, we're getting close to the end of the show. I'm going to give everybody <laughs> one opportunity, right? Excluding the Cosby show. Okay. Right? Matter of fact, forget television. Just think about black entertainment. Mm. If you had to boil it down to one show, one movie, one director, one artist, one anything, and be thinking, because I'm coming, I'm coming to you first, Danielle. What is the one entity that has impacted you and, in your opinion, black culture the most? 
Insecure. 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 Why? Because millennials, just take away race from it, millennials get painted as being lazy, not ambitious, not doing their thing all the time. Right. And insecure has broken those stereotypes. You've got Issa, the main character. She works for a nonprofit. She works hard, but her best friend is a lawyer making six figures, same, same age, same doing her thing. So you've got Four close friends on the same show, all doing their thing, all successful women that happen to be black. Right. And it's embraced by not just black culture, but just culture. Culture, yeah, yeah. So, insecure. To your point, one thing I love, I love everything you said. But one other thing that I really like about that show is the fact that, like, I know and I'm friends with a lot of black women. And we've had so many conversations over the years about like sex and intimacy, right? All of us are married. And what I love about that show, one of the things is that they highlight black female sexuality and the fact that it's okay and courage, right? As long as you have your rules, your protection your way, like I love the fact that it makes that okay. Yep. Love it. Bro, what's yours? I don't have one. What? I don't have one. I, I honestly don't have a... I can't think of what did I have. Like, I like right now. Like, my perspective is is on power. Like, do you have I really a show, love. Period. Not even black. I do, but it's 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 not black. Like, it's a news show. Like, I, I like the news for some reason. So mine is is so uninteresting. I like Vice News. Can I throw one into the mix for you? Do it. This is us. You know, I've never seen that. But I have a reason, right? It's sad. My my brother died. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want. Not made you watch she, that she, show. She knew what we were going through personally. So that's the only reason. It's just too sad for me at the time. It's a black show, but there is. Strong black representation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. She loves it. Everybody I know loves it. It's too emotional for me. That was my thing. I I never saw it, but I've had death in my family. I was like, I can't can't watch that right now. Man, that's too much. I'm like, I'll be shit. I'll be sitting over in the corner thinking about life. (laughs) I don't want to. Like, at some point, you got to. Baby, stop cutting onions. Entertainment. (laughs) Entertainment and education. Like, if if it gets too emotional, I'm kind of like, I'm cool. I don't necessarily need that. Okay. That's me. But. Excellent thought process. But I don't really have one. I think my favorite right now is power. I think um, the game of life is similar to power. So when I think about, like, how I move in my corporate world or how I move in my personal life, I, I, I have examples where I'm, I'm Tommy or I have examples where I'm Ghost, right, where it's, it's like that. So that's, that's my favorite one. All right, okay. I've got two, right, and, and it's somewhat different, but and it's going to feel like like a, just a quick escape answer, but it's not. The first thing I say is Black Panther, like honestly, because it's a movie though. That, you can't yeah. count a movie. You're but I'm saying, I'm saying anything, any, whether it's a show, any any entertainment piece, right? So for me, it's it's Black Panther, but that ain't fair. Black Panther is is <laughs> an amazing ultimate. But this is why Black. The way Wakanda. <laughs> I'm from Wakanda. Stop <laughs> playing. I've been there. Vibranium is what I do. <laughs> Got it at the crib now. But the I fact keep a little, little that boss, little vibranium in my truck, <laughs> just in case you never know, man. You never know. But yeah. I love the way it moved our culture. Right. I think it taught us how to support us. I fell in love with that. That movie was a transition in. African-American history. True. Yep. 
And this is like a lot of people won't even know who this is. But straight from the artist standpoint, of course, the Michael Jacksons and the Princes. But there's an artist by the name of Anthony David. Have you all heard of Anthony he's David? He's coming to the A. He's from here, dude. He's come, he, so he's he's perform. I gotta. I'll send you. Let me know, dude. Yeah. I, I haven't seen him live yet, bruh. Oh, he's coming to the A. He tells amazing stories. Yes, he does about what it's like to be a black man, to love a black woman, to watch your hood gentrified, like the Red Clay Chronicles. I think that's probably my favorite album. Like of all, see you don't you don't went through different genres. See, yeah, see, I, this, I tried to tell y'all y'all could get to oh it. He, 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 he went, he went. You you transcended a television show. <laughs> you done went to movies, but you know what? I'm I'm gonna send you this Anthony David joint because cool. We if you like him like that, we gonna cool. we get the wifeys together and go check that out. Well, Danielle, before we close out, you want to say anything? You got anything you want to get off your chest? Thanks for having me. I had so much fun with you guys. Yeah, it was dope. It was good I'm to have you here. You yes. Yes. Well, look, everybody, thank you for tuning in again. I hope you enjoyed the lighter side of Wild Black. Please remember, send us the punishment Danielle should have for never seeing The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> and real talk for not seeing Different World till 2018. This 2018, not the last one. <laughs> uh, please, please, please share this podcast with your friends, your family. Listen to it on your way to work, during your commute, while you're in the gym or while you're walking. Visit all of your platform sites, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you are. Leave us a review and keep tuning in. We appreciate you. Peace. Peace.